languages thing. I love traveling and like I always try and learn the basics of like, hello, thank you, toilet, <laughs> water, just toilet, not not where's the no, toilet, just like toilet, please, <laughs> toilet. <laughs> just talking to her about how she's like there's so many little things that I would have forgotten like things that he did when he was a baby like he used to put his hands in this certain way and like wiggle in this way and she was like I don't want to forget those precious little things that you can't necessarily capture through the lens of a camera or something Mm -hmm. it's like never thought about that I don't want having kids so don't really think (laughs) in that way necessarily but it's like I think I think that way about other things though like when I'm hanging out with my friends because I I have a horrible memory so like they'll bring things up to me that we talked about I'm like we did (laughs) like I don't remember that yeah and so I think like in that way I kind of relate to her about like forgetting those small things that you Mm -hmm. like can't capture Mm -hmm. like conversations and stuff yeah because my my memory is (laughs) just horrible (laughs) do you think that because I know somebody that's like that 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 kind of fueled them to become a photographer because it was like a visual representation of things that they could easily forget. Is that the... I didn't... So it's interesting that you like bring that up because I didn't think about that until college when I started... Like I had to do a project um, on a certain... On a specific photographer and I had to choose one. Mm-hmm. And I chose Nan Golden and like that's what she used to do. She'd yeah. like take photographs to remember her nights because mm-hmm. she couldn't remember any of them. Right. And I, like, started thinking more about it was, like, was I doing that? Yeah. But I don't think so because I'm, I do more, like, editorial stuff or I enjoy that better. Yeah. Like, a lot. I just now more got into doing, like, snapshot photography of just, like, right. things I'm doing or when I hang out with my friends and stuff. So I don't think that was necessarily what I did. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people do do that. Like, a lot of photographers because yeah. I know a lot of um, my friends are photographers. They, like, either shoot film or, like, instant cameras or get, like, those... um point and shoot cameras to just shoot like everyday things and stuff but i hate carrying my camera around with me when i yeah just like regularly (laughs) which is funny yeah i think it's because it's so heavy (laughs) yeah it's bulky yeah yeah. and so i don't like just carrying it around with me and it's an expensive item to just like have Have all the time yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. i've thought about that like way back in the day before i had like a good camera on my phone like invested in a nice camera so like when i travel or do stuff i was mm-hmm. like i want to like take decent photos while i'm there and i'm like i'm gonna have to like walk around all day with this like with a 10 pound bag on my back because yeah. i have like all the things that i need for the day and i'm like do i really want to bring my camera mm-hmm. but that's how i feel when i travel because um one time i went to la and it was like for the weekend with my sister and her friends and I took like a duffel bag with my clothes but then my backpack but there was so much camera stuff in my backpack because my cousin who lives there was going to show us around yeah that I couldn't fit anything else in there and I was like this is so heavy I'm having to carry this with me all the time why did I do this to myself yeah Mm. oh yeah occupational hazards (laughs) what do you think of LA it's so like (laughs) there's so much traffic everything's so expensive i would never want to live there it was good to see because i had never been there before yeah but oh gosh i don't know how the people who live there do it yeah Mm -mm. are you originally from here yes yeah cool 
from Birmingham. Been nice. here my entire life. Nice. I love traveling. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I always want to do is be able to travel wherever I want when I'm have a real job, I guess. Yeah. yeah. A real job. A real job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is a real job? Exactly. Yeah. Who are you? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Caroline Jappel. Um, I'm a photographer and creative director that's here in Birmingham. I also run an art magazine or a magazine for artists called Art Concept Magazine. I help start like a online um, community for Christian women called CyberSys, which that's like brand new. That's I don't know. That's <laughs> that's, that's awesome. what I'm doing right now. Yeah. yeah. Did you get your degree in photography or? Uh, yes and no. So my actual degree is in studio arts but or fine arts or whatever it's called mm-hmm. but photography was my concentration i had okay. to pick a con i had to pick two concentrations so photography and painting were mine cool yeah. do you paint still not really i sketch sometimes but my paintings a lot of them were like really big and um they were all in water-based medias but i just don't have like the time or the space and i'm sure my mom would not be happy if i was throwing paint all over the place yeah. <laughs> at her house <laughs> she would not enjoy that cuz i'm very messy when i like draw and paint and stuff yeah. yeah yeah that's cool thanks it's always fun to like learn about other talents that people have because i feel like a lot of times i don't know creative people have the ability to kind of like dabble in a lot of different things but typically stay in one vein like Mm -hmm. I used to paint and I used to draw and all that but I left it behind because it wasn't something that I felt like I was excelling at and so now when I try and do it I'm like I just feel like I'm like forcing myself but Mm -hmm. it's neat when people do keep up both of like multiple avenues of creativity and when you know someone specifically as like a photographer a graphic designer or something in that digital form it's cool to also see like the physical like hands-on kind sense, of hands stuff, on yeah. stuff yeah because I've, I've a lot of my friends unless they went to college with me and saw me trying to paint in my small apartment yeah. they <laughs> don't know that i painted or yeah. that i have all these rolled up paintings at home yeah. because i just like it's, it's not anywhere on my social media i guess mm-hmm. and yeah. like they just don't see that yeah but yeah i feel like a lot of creatives they do a bunch of different things because they always need an outlet and sometimes you get sick of doing what you do every day and so you try to find something else that works for you and then you're like okay i'm sick of this i don't really do this and you (laughs) move on back back to yeah yeah, you go back to what you're used to i think that's important to like do that as well because it kind of gives you a break from because i feel like sometimes if you're doing the same thing over and over and over it no longer feels like you're releasing creative energy it just feels like you're almost like doing a job you've done forever and it's nice to mix in a couple of things so that everything kind of feels fresh and it feels like you can breathe and it feels like you can create and if you like I don't know you know I I never want to get tired of what I'm doing because I love it so much now that I don't want to like not love it because I've done it too much Mm -hmm. and I've thought about that a lot just like personally in like taking my business to like the next level. It's like I'm thinking a couple years down the road now doing the same thing and like I don't want to get tired of it or for it to feel like just tedious work 
because I have so much passion for it now and I'm so excited when I get to work now that I, I need to like make sure I take breaks for myself mm-hmm. and that I'm doing things that feel like I'm, I don't know. I don't even know like mm-hmm. what it would be or how it's going to come out. But I was just thinking about that today. Like I don't take time for myself much anymore. Yeah, I feel that. Me and one of my friends were talking about how, like, because a lot of what we do is online or, like, mm-hmm. is digital, sometimes it's just so draining to even, like, be focused on that. Because, yeah. like, for me, I know with my photography, like, the past three years probably, those first, like, two years, I was super into, like, posting all my photos and trying to just do a bunch of, like, creative shoots and do a bunch of different things and try to figure out, like, what niche I wanted to be in. And then... I burned myself out from trying to like post so much on Instagram and like make sure I had a bunch of new work. And then some of it was work that I didn't even feel like I would put in my portfolio. So now I'm like trying to really focus on like, what do I want to do and what do I want people to see and be like, Oh, that's yeah. Caroline's. Yeah. 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 And so you kind of have to like step away for a second, really focus on what you want yourself. And then everything else kind of starts falling into place, mm-hmm. I guess. And that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is your, is editorial like the dream stuff that you would want to yeah. do or shoot? Yeah. So, um, I think like a lot of people don't know, like editorial can be anything from like advertising to fashion to, um, there's something else I was thinking about. I can't remember what it was, but anything that's print or like tells a story. Oh, news photography is editorial mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, which I've done that before, but really I've, I really enjoy fashion because of how much freedom you have with like the clothes and the models you can shoot with and the different locations you can shoot on. Whereas news is like so direct and then, um, advertising is so like you have to stick to what the client wants. You don't, you get input, but only so much. So yeah. yeah editorial is really fun for me though. Cause you can go those three different routes. If you get tired of one thing, you just move over to this and move over to that. You kind of, it's the same skill set for all of those. Right. Yeah. How did you get into, or how did you, what made you create Art Concept Magazine? Mm, um, so my sophomore year of college, I met one of my good friends, Ashley, and she used to run this thing called Style Bone, where she would do a shoot each month. I don't know how she like did that and didn't <laughs> lose her mind, but she planned like a whole like editorial shoot, basically, and there was a theme and like models, and she had photographers. And we shot on location. It was like a one-day production, basically. And that was the first time I ever worked with, like, a bunch of different people on, like, one shoot. I'd never had that kind of experience before. And I loved it. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I always want to be creating with a bunch of other people. And she ended up graduating because she was two years older than me, I think. And I was like, well, I don't want to just stop doing, like, fun things like this just because she's not here to do it for me. Right. So then I was like, well, I need to think of a way, like, I can still plan shoots and do that kind of thing, but, like, make it something that I want to do. Yeah. And so I planned, like, one individual shoot where I contacted some fashion design students on campus and some models that were on campus and um one other photographer that was based in Tuscaloosa mm-hmm. and we planned to shoot and that was like the first thing I actually produced on my own nice. and so that was like the first issue of the magazine and it kind of just all it fell into place but also it, I kind of it was premeditated like I thought about it before but um 
I didn't know how to release like the shoot together right. because what I'd seen other people do was like they do it online through a website or something, but I really like print stuff and I like mm-hmm. being able to have something tangible that you can look at. So I decided to figure out how to use InDesign and lay it all out in like a magazine format. Yeah. And that was the first issue. And it was just that shoot. It, I think there were a couple of interviews in there, but it was of like the designers and the models um, that were in that issue. And I just nice. kind of like put it all together in a way that I thought looked good. Yeah. And now when I go back and look at it, I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is a hot mess, but I did it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the first issue. And then I just kept doing it. And when was the first issue? It was January of 2017. It might have released in February of 2017, but I think the shoot was in January. Okay. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, I'm really bad with dates. I think that's right, though. Cause so about two years ago? Yeah. And we're about to release the sixth issue, which is really cool to me. Yeah. That like I'm still able to do it because long term things sometimes are hard for me because mm-hmm. I get sick of things easily. Yeah. But that's one thing that I've like consistently worked on. But yeah, that's cool. I'm excited. <laughs> that's still going. Yeah. yeah. When you explain Art Concept Magazine to someone, like, what do you typically say? I use so it's a magazine that's for artists. Um, what we do now is we so, we have a theme for each issue. And we select artists or people who are involved in the art community that go under that theme. Mm -hmm. And I interview them about like what they're doing involving their art. And then we post, we put pictures of their art or like their, whatever they're creating basically Mm -hmm. in the issue. And really it's just like a bunch of different people's stories of like what they're doing, how they did it, how they feel about it. Cause for me personally, I love hearing like, real stories of people's struggles and like their accomplishments and how yeah. they got there and did that. Cause sometimes I feel like we just see the finished product and don't necessarily like no one really sees the behind the scenes of everything that people have to do to get the finished right. product. Yeah. But I feel like that kind of lets you in a little bit on like that person's like, I don't know more of their personality yeah. than like just yeah. their actual art. Yeah. So that's really what each issue is. Yeah, I want to do more, like, online stuff and more social media stuff where you get, like, those interviews and, like, those personal stories. I feel like a lot of people don't want to read all that, but mm. I feel like it's really interesting, though, to, like, hear yeah. the each individual, yeah. like, struggles and accomplishments. I feel like there's, like, this wave, at least from some of the people that I know, of like, getting back to basics of, like reading a book and physically holding it or like mm-hmm. reading a magazine and physically holding it and like learning about people and in a more intimate way instead of just a snapshot of their life. Mm-hmm. And cause I feel like we were on this, like such a microwave generation where we wanted everything to happen instantly and everything in our life was helping us with that. It was like we had, Facebook and these long posts mm-hmm. and videos and like just looking back at when I first got Facebook or like live journals and like all those things like way back in the day and then everything got smaller and shorter and then Instagram came out and then it was just a photo the short bio then Snapchat mm-hmm. literally just a photo for a couple seconds and I feel like the evolution and like even the like generations under us and the kids under us like their intention spans are microscopic and mm. they like are waiting for things to change and waiting like 
if you hang out with like a, a three-year-old or something, they constantly need to be entertained. And it's like, I mean, they're still developing and everything, yeah. but it's like everything. It, it It's like that worked for 10 minutes. That worked for 10 minutes. So it's like, move on to the next thing. And I feel like I remember like not having internet, <laughs> you know, like I remember like, having dial up, yeah, <laughs> like I mean, sitting like, there waiting. For, exactly. Like, the page to load. I, I wasn't mm. allowed to even touch the computer until mm. I was like 14 or something or 13. Like it just was like, cause my parents didn't really know how to use it. So they were like, mm. don't break it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, at the same time, there wasn't really much to do on a computer right. anyway what were you, were you gonna yahoo like answer yeah. something or ask jeeves and that was it, like it <laughs> yeah play like computer games mm-hmm. literal play minefield <laughs> yeah. yeah um and taking like computer classes and now it's like is there is there even computer classes in school i don't know either? i took oh. typing in high school yeah, but yeah i did same. too but yeah. i feel like that everybody just knows it no, now yeah i mean my brother they has a school using a ipad like that's he they literally he has an ipad that his school gave him and that is what he uses for all his stuff i wish school was like that for me (laughs) i had to write everything (laughs) yeah it's crazy i mean because briar was so i mean Mm. maybe they just like got all my money in the most places (laughs) but um it's just crazy like people kids today are like so technologically advanced that I was talking to someone about like even like a couple of weeks ago we were asking, do they even teach like writing cursive in school anymore? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't like, mm-hmm. because people barely even write anymore. Yeah. And I, I'll like write something now and be like, I'll write down like a, on a sticky note or something like a reminder. But I'm like, when was the last time I like physically sat down and wrote something? I literally don't know when, yeah. but all that to say, I think that it, our generation is like missing that, like, like mm. reminiscing on that and wanting it to kind of come back and like appreciating the physical instead of the so much of the digital. Yeah, that's kind of like how films had a huge yeah. comeback. Yeah. People yeah. love using film now. Yeah. And a lot of it's because like the quality of the film and it just like the look of it people mm-hmm. want. But also right. like it's fun to shoot film. Yeah. yeah. People don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like I don't shoot that much film, but I enjoy it. And like I remember like when I took photography in high school, you couldn't take digital photography until you took film photography mm-hmm. and learned like the darkroom process mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And kind of like starting from the like analog and going towards the digital was something I feel like maybe my like my generation we were on like the tail end of when that was being taught and everything yeah. was getting taken out right yeah. So, wow yeah. so crazy yeah. it is crazy everyone wants so much information now and so fast I yeah. know yeah. everyone's busy yes like, yeah Constantly. living a busy life it's I don't I like I understand like it's progress and progress is can be wonderful but I don't know it's like you just I miss taking time and mm. sitting and enjoying and like really meditating on something like reading something good and like really chewing on it and trying to like understand what that means to me instead of just like get it done yeah. but anyway <laughs> it's kind of a bummer but. I think everything's cyclical I think yeah. something will happen where like this bubble has to burst at some point we have to i mean there's only 
our attention spans can only get so small yeah. before something changes. And yeah. everything always comes back, yeah. like whether it's clothing or like right. film or mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure one day people are going to be like, I just want to write a letter to someone and send it through the mail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I have friends that like they'll send postcards to people. Mm-hmm. One of my friends, she just, she loves sending postcards in the yeah. mail. So she'll write on the back and just send them to people. Yeah. I wonder if pen pals are like still a thing. I don't, I don't know. Because remember there's like a heavy emphasis on that. Like in school, growing yeah. up, just like writing to a stranger, and sound a little creepy now. But yeah. It does sound a little creepy, <laughs> especially now, but like because everything's on the internet, people yeah. are like more weary of doing that kind of thing. Right. But yeah, I definitely remember our class had like a pen pal yeah. class right. when I was in like elementary school or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they just message on like Instagram or something now. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Everyone's too connected. Back then, it was like, ooh, someone from a different country. Let's yeah. talk to them. Now, it's like, I can just look at your Instagram feed, and right. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just sounds weird. The not knowing, I think I, I liked. Like, I don't think I would want to go and see the face of the person that I was writing. Cause I, thought, I felt the mystery, like, right. not mm-hmm. just being able to create this other person's world in my head from these letters. I felt like that that was the most intriguing part yeah but if you can just go to their instagram and be like oh well he just went to taco bell like he's not that right (laughs) he's exactly the same as me (laughs) i might as well just hang out with my friends right yeah Yeah. Yeah. freaking internet it'll be interesting to see what it's like like in 10 years from now how even more like non-analog things are i know it's so crazy just like i don't i think about like phones Mm -hmm. you know like what phone did I have 10 years ago? That's, I'm trying to think. I think I had a Blackberry. I was 13. I, was a, I had like a Motorola. Like, it, wasn't oh, a, it was like yeah. one of the razors, but it slid. It wasn't like a flipping razor. Yeah. 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 I was in eighth grade 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, I was like, I was about to graduate high school. Me too. You too. <laughs> Talk about Cybersys a bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so me, my friend Leslie, Cassandra, and Emily, we all like came together and we all met each other kind of like on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like I met Leslie through Instagram. I met Cassandra through Instagram. I met Emily through Cassandra, who I met through Instagram, yeah. which I feel like is more common. Like a couple of years ago, that would have sounded weird, yeah. but now that's more common now. Yeah. And so we all, like, we're all, we all do creative things. Like, Emily Styles, Leslie is really into designing clothes and, like, reworking thrifted stuff. Cassandra does graphic design and illustration kind of things and animation. And then I'm a photographer. And so, like, we wanted a platform for, like, Christian women to, that were creative to come and, like, be able to talk to each other about, like, our struggles and stuff mm-hmm. in the church. Because I feel like... It, well, most of us feel like in the church, there's not like a huge place for women who are creative yeah. to like, yeah. I don't know, have a say and like do stuff like there is, but there's not a lot of representation either. And so yeah. it's hard for us to kind of find another girl who has the same like creative sh- struggles as yeah. us. Yeah. That's also a Christian. So well, also like on that same lines of like what's appropriate, mm-hmm. like, yeah, because the art world is so traditionally secular. Yeah that it's it's hard to like be creative and like see something as a piece of art or something with and have this thing in the back of your head of like 
is that appropriate? Is that like, shouldn't she be mm-hmm. wearing more clothes? Like, yeah, <laughs> just things like that. And yeah. then I don't know. It's like, that's some of the things that we talk about. So, um, just the other day we were having a conversation with a lot of the people on our page about like what you wear to church. And if you've ever been told like, Hey, that's inappropriate or mm-hmm. something. Cause I know for me, like one thing I can remember is, um, I went to a church retreat and it was at a place that had a lake so you could swim and stuff, but the mm-hmm. girls had to wear like shorts and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. The guys could just wear swim trunks and like no mm-hmm. shirt and they were fine. Mm-hmm. So it was like really weird. Cause I was like, why don't they have to cover up? But then we do right. like, yeah. it's just not like it, it, it's like, I understand where you're coming from, but also like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then we had girls talking about how like they're curvier and they want to wear like shorts or something, but then it's like, is that showing too much or does, is it just too mm-hmm. much for them because they're curvy and stuff mm-hmm. like right. that? So I feel like we're kind of starting conversations that people don't want to talk about yeah. or yeah. otherwise wouldn't talk about, or they don't have someone to talk about it with. Yeah. That's, That's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Are all the other people that started it, are y'all all Birmingham based? Mm-mm. So me and Leslie are here. Um, Emily's in Atlanta and Cassandra's in Florida. Nice. Yeah. That's so we're awesome. all kind of like spread out. Yeah. yeah. And we kind of, I know we do our own things, but then we kind of come meet back mm-hmm. and we're like, hey, how's everyone doing? Like, let's catch up. So, yeah. So. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. It's I been really that. interesting. We just yeah. started and it's it's growing, but I think it's because it's it's something that people needed mm-hmm. that wasn't there before. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, growing up in the church and like mm-hmm. being a Christian and everything, that was something that would have been so helpful. And yeah. my growing up was very sheltered mm-hmm. just because, I mean, my mom and dad like are incredible, amazing people, but my mom wanted to protect all her kids so much so that she, she told us one time, like, I want everything you ask me to be able to me to be able to say yes to so I want to keep you like she didn't say this to us then but she basically wanted to protect us so much that she never had to say no to anything or that Mm. we were so protected from all the evil in the world or whatever it was and she's changed a lot a lot (laughs) and obviously that was like 20 years ago but I get where um, she's coming from she wanted y'all to be in an environment where like you weren't being sucked into those other things that she didn't. Yeah, exactly. So it was really sweet, really wholesome. And like our childhood was very innocent and just, we were happy and didn't know anything else. And, but later in life, once I, like I was homeschooled for most of my Mm -hmm. life, but I went to like a really large church and that was my social outlet. Um, and I, so I, I got to experience a lot of different people from a lot of different schools. And I was always the person that people would come to and talk about things with that they didn't feel like they could talk to like a leader about, mm-hmm. um, like if they were sleeping with their boyfriend or if they like made this mistake or if they got too drunk this night or something, um, that they felt like they'd get in trouble with somehow I always ended up being the person. And I was like, yeah. I don't, I literally like, I've never kissed a boy. I've never mm-hmm. been on a date. Like, why I, are you all asking me? Yeah. These things? yeah. But I just listened. Mm-hmm. But I would like listen to so many things in high school and be like, I have no experience. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want any of your experience because like you seem like you have a lot of messes you need to clean yeah. up. But then I was like, I don't, I don't even know some of the things you're talking about. Like I'm just nodding my head. Like I should know this. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my upbringing didn't help with that 
but at the same time, I was grateful that I was protected from a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And it was like this weird conflict. But then once I started like growing, getting older, I had all those questions. Like if I had had a place where I could like just ask a question, like not feel like I was going to get judged yeah. or like clothing wise, like I'm curvier than everyone else in my family. Mm-hmm. And my mom, until I was like 25 years old, kept pulling my shirt up in the front. Cause like, <sighs> I'm curvier than she is. And she just didn't understand. Like we could be wearing the same exact shirt and it's just going to look real different on us. Mm -hmm. And, um, she's kind of given up on it, but (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, but then that made me feel like, am I doing something inappropriate? Like that's what a lot of girls have said. They're like, I feel like I'm doing something wrong Mm -hmm. because of something I can't control. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and then there's this thing in my mind where like, my mom never, ever, ever said anything about this. But then I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't be this curvy. Maybe I should lose mm-hmm. weight or maybe I should like, shouldn't look the way that I do because then I could fit and I could wear this article of clothing and it look more appropriate. Mm-hmm. But then the same could be said the opposite way of like, I don't know, other things like. Yeah. There was one girl who she was talking about. She was, I think she said she was six feet. And so like, dresses are hard for her to wear because they fit regularly on some girls but then because she's so tall they look so short on her yeah yeah so it's it's all like everything's not made for everyone and then like you don't know what you should do for yourself i don't know that's so cool that's why it's nice to have like yeah to have people to actually have those conversations with Mm -hmm. because otherwise you're just in your head about it yeah yeah i feel like that's so beneficial like even for people who like don't believe just like having a place for mm-hmm. them to come and like cuz i think every single person has those thoughts every girl has those thoughts and of like what's appropriate and what's not appropriate pushing the lines and like cuz everyone has a moral compass mm-hmm. and i just believe my moral compass is guided <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um i don't know it just i i think one beneficial thing about today and like the modern age is people are a lot more open about stuff and they're not as there's not as much shame around like verbalizing things that you're struggling with or things that you're concerned about but i think that also sometimes i feel like christianity is like a buzzword or something like to like even say that is like like people have their own like thought about what it is yeah that everyone has their thought about what it is and what it should be like and so you could easily like offend someone just Mm -hmm. by saying you're a christian Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. but they don't know you personally so it's kind of like hard to you don't want to have to explain yourself also you want to be like just give me a chance yeah yeah Yeah. and that it's so drastically different for some people and there's like like there's like an old school way of doing things Mm -hmm. and there's like a way that people are like interacting with the world around them and they're not separating themselves and they're not like holed up in this little like in the church building or something Mm -hmm. and that's where their life is there are people like that but i don't know i think that balancing that is an interesting thing and difficult at the same time yeah and i think that's something we're all trying to figure out how to do is just like how do we, especially for us being in creative fields, how do you be around all these artists and like the stuff mm-hmm. that they're doing and be involved in like the music industry for Cassandra? She um, works with a lot of artists doing cover art and stuff, and she herself sings. So, like, being in that like field, but then also like being Christian and wanting to like 
uphold these standards that yeah. you, you have for yourself, but then also like having to navigate that world. So, yeah. And you don't want to be like pushed aside because yeah. of your beliefs, which is like literally the same exact thing that so many people say about other things where mm-hmm. it's like, don't judge me because this is the way that I am. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I think any hot topic like politics, sexuality, religion, all of it, everyone mm-hmm. feels an immediate thing to like defend. It's yeah. like, this is the way I believe. Like, don't tell me like you should, you should just accept me for who I am. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, why well, you feel the need to be so defensive about it? If people are just accepting, then there's no need to be defensive. Exactly. <sighs> it's like a, it's like <laughs> yes. a circle that goes it in my mind sometimes where honest, I'm like, yeah. I can't, I don't, there's, I'm one person and I'm going to mm-hmm. try and do my best about like loving people and accepting people yeah. in the way that I can and the way that I want to. And the way that I do, I feel like is very accepting, very open. But when you throw the Christianity thing in there, sometimes it gets, everything gets muddled. Yeah. And because everyone has their own personal like story and journey mm-hmm. of what they're going through. And yeah. so everyone's like relationship with God or like journey to whatever is so different. Yeah. 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 So is. no one's looks like each other's. So sometimes right. you just don't understand what's going on in someone else's like yeah. relationship with mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. You can. It's, it's really just a big community. We, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. You are doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm all over the place, but then like people are like, no, it's like you're, you're doing a bunch of cool stuff and it's all related. I'm like, are you sure? Cause I feel like everything's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like you're, you're very community based and also like supportive based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it seems like everything that you have going on is supporting something that you're heavily involved in, but also like, the people who are also doing things that you're doing. Yeah. Which I, I think is really cool. Yeah. I think I like personal relationships with yeah. things. Cause like me, myself, I'm very like shy and not social. Mm-hmm. So like my friends, I'm friends with, I'm like die hard for them or like yeah. the things that I love. I like really love those things. Yeah. And so I find like certain things where I'm like, I'm very passionate about that and I want to mm-hmm. advocate for that. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's kind of part of also how art concept started was yeah. me being just passionate about younger artists who don't have someone to help like yeah. them tell their story or like, yeah. cause for me, I didn't necessarily see the behind the scenes and struggle that other artists go through. I just saw their work and I was like, why doesn't my stuff look like that? Like, why is it my, why am I not that good? Right. But then you don't know, like that might've been the 30th time they had to do that yeah. because the other yeah. 29 times didn't work. Right. And everybody so, has asked themselves yes, that question. Yeah. So I feel like unless, just like we were talking about, unless you have a conversation about it or say it, like yeah. no one really knows. Right. Yeah. So I um, went to this uh, creative women's thing last night called Ladies Wine and Design. Um, and it was so good. And they had like a panel of women who are, in their mid thirties, all of our friends. <laughs> I know, I knew all of them except for one. It was actually so good, really. Yeah. Um. So these women who are all in their mid thirties, who are pretty advanced in their careers, like they were kind of reading through like each of their um, like bios and their introductions. It was like every single person has been in their career for like twelve ish years, mm. um, and 
all vastly different. Like some were retail, some were like fine art, some were graphic design, architecture, like a lot of different things. Um, but all women advanced in their field. It was really encouraging though, just to like hear from other people and their struggles Mm -hmm. and how their like career paths didn't go the way that they expected. And, um, that sounds like a really cool experience. Yeah. Especially because uh, there's no like, there's there's no roadmap to doing anything mm, yeah so it's a life in general Especially so creative, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's just anything. all you trying to figure it out as you go and yeah. like making sure you learn from your mistakes and don't mm-hmm. repeat them a bunch of times yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly you should come to the next one it's like once a month and it's open to yeah. anybody i'll send you send the yeah uh, i was gonna say send that instagram to you. That sounds really cool yeah and there was creative women from like all different fields. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I like mine's like fiber art. And so I was like, design, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I know what I like in like graphic design, but, mm-hmm. but there was architects there. There was, uh, like I said, really retailers. Cool. Um, yeah. I feel like I get stuck in my same like circle of people who do the same things. Yeah. yeah. I just get drifted towards those people, I guess. Yeah. I've been trying to branch out and like, I also am very, naturally introverted and I've learned how to be extroverted in my Mm -hmm. older years but um like normally I would have just been like I'm not going to that I don't know if I'll know anybody I ended up knowing like half the people there just because I've (laughs) met them in different random things um but it was just nice to like just be around other people and be around like people in a different format than Mm -hmm. I'm used to it was like a way more professional format, which is also different for me because I'm not very professional. Me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I feel like sometimes I should be. Um, as long as you know how and when and where yeah. to. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what matters. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it like a national thing that just opened? Yes. Birmingham okay. That's chapter. the craziest thing. It just started three years ago and a lady in New York started it um, because she was like, the percentage of women in like higher up roles in the creative industry in any format is like 4% Mm -hmm. of men. And, um, she was like, we not like, let's bond together and take over. But it was like, we just need a place to like discuss and to talk. And like, you know, if you work in a design firm or if you work in architecture, if you work, you know, in the, in writing fields or whatever, like, everyone kind of struggles with the same thing. And, um, a lot of times, like, especially the higher up you are, it's kind of like a boys club. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so she just started this thing where she got women together and they just drank wine and talked and, um, talked about their struggles and then planted them in different cities. And now they're in over 200 cities in three years. That's crazy. Crazy. And they just opened the Birmingham chapter last month so this was the second one Mm -hmm. and it already doubled in size from the last one so who knows what the next month's gonna be like Mm -hmm. but it's really like a panel every time or i don't know i think last time it was just open discussion um and then this time it was panel yeah but it was good because you could like type in questions and send them in and then they just like read up I think they only got through like five or six of the questions and there's probably at least 20 or 30. Yeah. Um, Cause each person 
answered <laughs> all of them yeah. unintentionally and it's a chatty group <laughs> but um yeah it was good it was really that sounds good. really cool i definitely want to go to that yeah um do you have any mistakes one thing that i did notice that helped me after i stopped doing it was giving so much of my time to a bunch of different people mm-hmm. or a bunch of different things yeah. like because i still do a lot now but i definitely found the balance of like working and doing stuff that's like work doing stuff that's fun and then also doing nothing and like having just time where i don't think about those things or i like put my phone down in a different room and Mm -hmm. leave and go like hang out with my family i think like what i used to do i was so concerned with like oh i need to be involved in this stuff i need to go out and like do things with people all the time i need to be seen and heard Mm -hmm. and be everywhere doing all the things and that like just made me tired and like I couldn't yeah. put my all into everything. Yeah. And so I don't know. I felt like that was a big one for me and I kind of had to just like let go of that. And it also like made my work better because I was able to like just focus on that when I wanted to and like mm-hmm. wholeheartedly be focused on that and not yeah. worrying about like everyone else and what everyone is doing and whether I should be involved in that or something. Yeah. yeah. So Self-health is a, it's a big thing. Yeah. Especially because like, like I said, I'm introverted, so I get anxious when I'm in social situations yeah. a lot. And so I feel like putting myself in those situations more made me more anxious. And right. I was just like a mess all the time. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I definitely had to like step back for a second. But like, what do I need to do for me and not everyone else? Yeah. 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 Do you have like, um, I don't know, like dedicated times or days where you're like, this is, this is a me day or this is a me like yeah. every Wednesday night. I do this or it's kind of hard because like i'm sure y'all know when like you're doing when you're self-employed or like you're doing um freelance kind of stuff sometimes things just fall into your lap at like a weird time or like a weird day that you wouldn't normally like it's everything's all over the place yeah but usually like sundays i won't like do a lot of work because saturdays or fridays i do like photo shoots and stuff but then sundays i kind of like try not to do something and then another day like in the middle of the week i and right now it's wednesdays most of the time Mm -hmm. because my mom works from home on wednesdays and so like i just kind of sit with her while she's working and do stuff i try not to leave too much sometimes i can't help it and i'm out of the house on that day but i don't know i try to like because spending time with my um mom sister and dad makes me happy so whenever they're at home i try to like be less on my phone or less on my computer looking at emails and stuff how old is your sister she's 26 yeah she's older than me well i think this has been really good yeah um do you have anything you want to plug like your instagram websites cybersis yeah yeah follow cybersis for the ladies oh it's um instagram right now it's just what we're on yeah it's just at we are cybersis and then look out for the next issue of art concept coming soon yeah Yeah. hopefully in the next month Okay. Yeah, don't have an exact date, but yeah. there you go. And also, that's got an Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's at Art Concept Mag. Okay, yeah. Nice. And then your photography. Yes, my Instagram is just at Caroline Jappel, and my website is just carolinejappel dot com. Sweet, nice. Yes. Thanks so much for doing <laughs> yeah. this. Thank you really for having me. It. It yeah. Wonderful. I like talking to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very easy conversation. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Sometimes when we put a microphone in front of people's face, they're like. Uh. <laughs> Look, that's just me every day. I'm <laughs> just like, uh, what do I say? Exactly. So, nothing changed. <laughs> that's great. I'm glad you felt comfortable <laughs> in your discomfort. <laughs>
that's good. All right. Awesome. Bye. 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 This is a mistake. You know, typical stairwells are like cement floor stairs and like yeah. nothing fancy. Your stairwell looks like a lot of druggies have been yeah, hanging out in there. <laughs> oh, no. Way different. It's a mistake.